Welcome to the She Will Shine podcast, where we bring you the real stories of female business owners. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a supportive business network for women. It's time to give a voice to women in business and discover their journey. Hi everyone and welcome to the She Will Shine podcast. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country on which we record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past and present. Now, on today's podcast, we have the lovely Julie Allen. Julie is the founder and web developer at Biz Yourself. She partners with each of her clients to deliver engaging, flexible and customised digital experiences, specialising in WordPress. Julie, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a while. I've wanted you on the podcast for a while. Yeah, I've been avoiding it. You have been avoiding it. Not anymore. You're here today. I'm here today. In person. I'm here in person. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. So I wanted to ask you, Jules, I know you quite well, so the questions may be a bit repetitive to our conversations. That's okay. But um, I wanted you to share with our audience, what did you want to be when you were in high school and you grew up? When I grew up. I wanted to be a midwife of all things and did not end up being a midwife at all. So when I was about 15, I had my first job in childcare and I used to leave high school, like finish high school, and then walk up to the local primary school and then pick up about five children, five or six kids, which wouldn't happen now, and then walk to the childcare centre and then work from I don't know, whatever time, four, four o'clock, pick kids up at 3.30, then walk and then work till about six o'clock at the childcare centre a few times a week. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, so I really wanted to be a midwife, um, but I had a very mixed bag of what I studied up to VCE. I got into a university in Kew to do midwifery and then I deferred for a year and never went back. Never went never back. Never went there. Yep. So, so what was the next... I got a job straight out of school in like uh, what they used to call Girl Friday. Oh, yes. You know, like, oh, I didn't know these stores. Yeah, I'm learning new things too. So, yeah, Girl Friday um, with what they called it, but admin work, basically everything that was done in the office, it was just me. So I did all of it, answered phones, did the accounts, you know, cups of tea, coffee. Whatever needed, whatever needed to be done. Was your girl. Yep. And then why they called Girl Friday, I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, look it up. I'm not sure. Um, so I was worked there straight out of um, high school and then through that I always, I don't know, always loved, I was really good at maths, loved maths, so, and I had done maths one and two or A and B or whatever it is right through high school. So I decided then to be an accountant. So you like the numbers? I did love the numbers, yes. Quite yeah. a change from childcare though. It's very different. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. That was where you, you wanted to I don't be. know. Just, it's just, yeah, just where I wanted to be. So you or not, I don't know if I wanted to be be there. It's just what happened. Yeah. So straight, yeah. So, um, yeah, so then I started studying. Hmm. And so you graduated from accounting, I presume, got a job. Yes, got a job. Um, while I was studying, I was accounts payable. Yeah. I moved from there because that was in Heidelberg. It was a good hour's drive from where I was. And then I ended up getting another job, which was like half an hour away. Um, I was there for a long time, was doing accounts payable there. And then, yeah, I ended up wanting to study and, 
yes, studied, did my Bachelor of Accounting and there you go. Yeah. Did you think you'd ever start your own business in that I, time? I always wanted my own business. So since I was a little kid. So your mum had her own business? No, no, no one no one had their own no business. No one has their own business. No, they all um yeah, were employed by other people. Yeah. But I um since a little, I was always interested. I suppose that's why I ended up getting into maybe finances because I was always trying to work a part-time job, earn money, come up with ideas. How can I make some more money? How can I do this? Yeah. Like what they call a side hustle now. I was always trying to do something. Um, you know, I did Avon and I, I don't know, I did all these From things. From Girl Friday to yeah, Girl Friday. Friday to accountant. Um <laughs> So, yeah, did all these, wanted to always try and earn money or make, um, you know, try and get a better, save money, yeah. buy my first house, all those sorts of things. So, but I always wanted to work for myself. I really struggled working for other people. Why do you think that is? Trying like rules of time frames. Um, yeah. Other people's schedules. Other people's schedules. Hated meetings. What's the point of a meeting? Like in an accounting firm or in, a, in an accounting, like you're always having meetings and they're unnecessary. Yeah. I think out of, you know, 10 meetings, one is ne needed and the other. And so you've got to try and fit in the meeting, try and fit in work at the same time. I was always late, um, always late. Always late to work but always staying back at an hour and a half after. Yeah. So but you get the work done. Get the work done but. On your terms. On my terms. Yeah. Because they are, it was always done. Yeah. So it was like, but you struggle, struggle with that boss. Yeah, hated the gossiping in offices and stuff like that. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, the working for someone else. And, and the, yeah, the time frames and this is when you have morning tea, this is when you're going to have lunch, this is all these things that just didn't gel yeah. with my personality. So, so what did you, so you just had to leave or you had other ideas? What happened? I ended up, um, it's funny, it took me to have my first daughter before yeah. pregnant to think that this is the time. Couldn't have made it more harder for myself if I tried because trying to start a business with a young, a baby, newborn baby, um, was crazy yes. when I look back now. But it gave me the courage to do it because I didn't, I went on maternity leave but didn't know, look, in my heart I thought I'm never going, I'm not going to go back, but kept it open, that's what you do. So, yeah, decided that I would uh, leave when I'm attorney and have my daughter and that I would start start something in my own business. Yeah. When ended, I ended up flowing into uh, mortgage brokering. Ah, mm. I'm discovering a whole heap mm. of things I didn't know. So I left accounting about six months to eight months, just a little bit after I, I had fallen pregnant with my daughter, Elise. I um, got, um, you know, would have not studied up, but you know, learned the yeah. ropes with mortgage brokering. It sort of was easy for me because of the accounting yeah. background. Fell into that, and it was something that I thought I could do, you know, that worked around having a child. Yeah. So I could work a bit at night. Yeah, and flexible. Stuff. It was flexible. Yeah. So I thought I'll do that. So, um, yeah. So you've got three kids, three children. So I've got Elise. Who's nearly twenty now, and I've got Sarah and James twins, yeah, and they're nearly seventeen. Hmm. So, did you continue the brokering while you had all the kids, or I did? So I had, I did 
the mortgage brokering up till the age of Sarah James being five. And I really enjoyed it. I loved helping people, you know, all that, all that sort of thing and helping them understand their finances, planning stuff, getting their applications in and getting, you know, either their first home or they want an extension, all that sort of thing. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't know, I just started to, after when, the, when Sarah and James got to about five and they were just about to start primary school, I thought, I don't know if I like this anymore. Yeah. But I had been waiting for that time because it was going to be easier for me because they were going to be in prep and they were going I was working nights, waiting for my husband to come home, go and see clients at night time, going on the computer, filling in the applications. Um, I'm exhausted just hearing you say yeah, that. Doing all that, you know, in between, you know, during the day, juggling the, the, the twins and Elise and all that kind of thing with what's involved in looking after kids. And then it was it was getting me down a bit, but then I thought, just hang on, hang on there. Because with mortgage brokering as well, you get a trail income. So it's quite nice where you're getting paid for something that you did, did a couple of years ago. In fact, I still now get paid wow. for some of the loans that yeah. I did way back, then. way back then. So I was kind of holding on because it was like a really good thing to be able to earn income that way. So I waited all this time for them to go to school and then when they started primary school, I went, I don't want to do this anymore and stopped and just didn't do that anymore. Yeah. So you had the headspace to kind of. Oh, I just, yeah. And it was weird because it was like waited all that time to be able to do it and then went, nah, don't want to do it anymore. But isn't that good? Like you had the option, you know, you had the power to say, actually, I'm not enjoying this anymore. Yeah. And it took me a bit of a juggle. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, and I say to my kids now or anyone younger or anyone, you can always, you can change things. You can you can adapt your skills and put them into other things. Um, and I especially say this to kids, nothing goes to waste. Even if it's the time you think, I don't want to spend three years doing that or I don't want to study that for three years and not end up being that doing that particular job or that career out of that particular study. But you it's just things evolve, things yeah. change, and that's yeah. what it has happened for me. I think it's interesting because I think kids these days, I find I think it's easier for them to say, yes, I don't like this mom, I'm going to mm. change. I don't know if that's a generational thing, mm. but I think our generation, it's a lot harder to kind of go, oh, actually, I can change. Yeah, well, I think because our parents got a job, like they, got, they stayed in their jobs for 20 and 30 years. It wasn't the thing to do is swap around. Like you chose a career. You stuck to it and that's all you did. That was it. So even, yeah, and you also, I don't know, you're a little bit frowned upon. Well, I would, family or extended family, like grandparents and aunties were like, why are you leaving What a good job? Yeah. Well, why are you changing something that's working? You've got a stable income. Yeah. You can work around the kids. That's it's right. Stick in the boxes. Yeah. But it was your own that's it. And it was yeah. a lot of late night working. And even though the money was lucrative in regards to the trail income, and that was nice to have, especially, yeah, like, with a young, like I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Yeah. yeah. So what was next? So, so next, <laughs> next was a business that I created called Moops and Hoops. Oh, yes. yes. So you want to start getting crafty? I want to get crafty. I've always been creative, yeah. extremely creative since I was, I don't know, out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like I've always, yeah, loved I've got boxes of craft stuff, boxes of you name it, I want to make it. 
I don't want to buy it. I want to make it. So if I look in your house, Jules, am I going to say, oh, yeah, I did that. I yeah, did that. I did that. <laughs> did that. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm <laughs> like I want my own garage. Like we've got a massive garage where it's full of other stuff. I, If I have property, I would have a garage that's 20 cars worth of space just for my projects. The she shed. Yeah, the she shed. Big she shed. Big she shed. Yeah, so I got into designing my own. Uh, I've still got actually all my designs. So I designed um, one that it came from my daughter. She was, I, I think at the time she was struggling going to sleep and it, it, this is where it evolved from. And I thought, wouldn't it be lovely to have something like a heat pack but not in the shape of a square or a rectangle? So we designed this uh, rabbit and that was Moops. It was called Moops and then um, Hoops just kind of, I don't know, Moops and Hoops. We couldn't just go. It just went. I don't know. It's just called Moops and Hoops. And um, that was a time for me where it was, you know, Facebook had just kind of yeah. had been only just around a little bit. So you, you're getting onto Facebook, you're creating um, a presence there and had to create a website and me being me decided I'll create my own website. Uh, we ended up getting into the magazine, the Herald Sun home magazine in the middle, yeah. and it exploded. And it exploded. Yeah. So the business just went. And I'm sewing these and embroidering people's names, and then we, and then I added on more different little characters. And yeah, it was it was good. It was successful and popular. But I never wanted to. In the end, I needed. I couldn't just do it myself. Yeah, it was too much to do everything. Silent. And it meant getting someone else to sew and it wasn't viable. Yeah. And in the end, that kind of so fell How many apart. years do you think you did that for? I think it was like two. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of this transitional period from doing the mortgage brokering for such a long time because I think I probably what did it for five, I did it at least five, seven years mortgage brokering. Yeah. To then getting into the more creative and getting out of books and finance and that kind of thing because I've always liked making stuff. Yeah. So I was like, how can I make something, again, a business? And I was not going to work for anyone else. Yeah. That was, that was never an option. No. It was like I don't. I did at that point I thought maybe I might one time. So I of what was like seven years out of working for a company. Um, but, yeah, just thought. No, it wasn't for you. It wasn't for me. Yeah. So, yeah, did that a little bit. And so then you would develop when you developed the website. Yeah, I really loved it. You found and something. I found it. Then I started helping a few other people do with their yeah. websites. And then I did some actual study and training in web development and learnt lots more. And then it just evolved. And um, I had a business, I had Biz Yourself, the name Biz Yourself, for registered for something else at the time. And at this stage, I started to change the way I thought about things. I was like, don't get so bogged down on names and things like that. But biz yourself still was about being yourself in business. Yeah, busying yourself out there, like, like getting yourself out okay. in business. And the website and creating a website is about getting you know yourself out Visibility. there yep. online. Yeah. Um. And so that's why I went. Look, let's just keep the name and let's just keep rolling, yep. sort of thing. So. We said, well, I couldn't be called Moops and Hoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could, but it could be a bit confusing. No, no. Yeah, it's interesting looking back. Childcare. I, yeah. Account, oh, Girl Friday. Yeah. Accounting. Yes. Mortgage broking. Yes. To a craft business yes. selling yes. things for kids. And then to web developing. Yes. It's quite an evolution. It is. 
And I just love that you took those risks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people say, oh, you're crazy, Jules. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, I've missed it. They probably do think I was crazy. You had good stable income and yeah. blah, blah, and then you're doing this and yeah. running yourself ragged right or. Yeah, I don't. Like, because I was in accounting for, like, it was, like, that kind of financing type thing for, well, 18, 14 years. Yeah, so kind of, yeah, so then to move around and or then mortgage brokering, but, yeah, the childcare, I loved, loved that kind of thing. I really loved um, kids and that sort of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what yeah. the whole... I just but need, I, I want to change. Yeah. I want to change and as I keep saying to people, as, like I just say, give it a go, give it a crack. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how the next thing needs to like. It leads to the next thing yeah. and kind of evolved. It wasn't kind of like it just evolved. So me not wanting to do that because I was crafty, I just went. And it's, I think it's what I needed. It's what, what I was kind of yearning for at that stage is to be creative again um, and not be stuck behind a computer and books and that kind of thing, so um, filling in forms and yeah. all that. So, yeah, it just evolved. Yeah. yeah. So Busy Yourself, you started seven years ago. Yeah, 17 years ago, ago something yeah. about that. Yeah, so. And how did you find that? Because I guess, you know, you're, you're now putting yourself out there as a yeah, service. Yeah, it was different. Similar to, I guess, your mortgage broking. Yeah, so service, service, service and product base, so different. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's what I did. I found... One minute you're doing service, I was like, oh, I can't do, I don't want to do service space, which was the mortgage. You've got to try and find the leads. And that was, finding leads in that industry is can be really hard work. So, um, and then so, product, then you go, oh, I'll, be, I'll do a product because then that's easier. I can yeah. promote the product. Well, that's what I think. I've never had a product business. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, oh, surely product business. Is, yeah. Know, always, the grass is always greener. Yeah, you think that, but I don't think, like, it's not. You still, every everyone, it all they all have their challenges, don't yeah. they? Like, yeah. So yeah, that that had its challenges of promoting, getting it out there. Um, at the time, like I said, Facebook was new, no Instagram. Um, yeah, and even websites were evolving and changing from your little box, square type thing, uh, programming, uh, internet, IT, all that has changed from when I started to now. It's massive, huge amount of changes. Um, and the way you promote yourself or the way it's designed or just technology. Yeah. Yeah. So So do you like like I said, it's changed a lot. So you've had to kind of learn mm. a whole heap of different skills mm. and continue to learn in your seven mm. years as Biz Yourself. Yes. How have you found that? Uh, I love it because I love learning. I really do, but I don't and I but I don't retain. I'm not great at retaining. So I don't uh, retain information that I'm not using all the time yeah. so but I do love learning I'm someone who's always looking up something um if if I hear about something I'm on the internet looking it up researching it understanding it so learning new technology or learning this maybe it was my way of right wanting to discover a new some more information more things yeah. learn a new skill that that's the exciting part is learning something new. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would make sense then because that's what I've always. Yeah. Like, especially with accounting though. Yeah. Accounting is very black and white. Yes. There's a system and a process. Yeah. X plus Y equals Z yeah. or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, 
and you might have been yearning for something. That's right. Yeah. You could learn more. And well, you just thought, yeah, and you're evolving and you're creating. So I kind of love what I do because it's it, there is an analytical side of it. Yeah. Um, there's a process and the analytical side of, you know, the database of people landing on your website and what happens and all that kind of thing. Then there's the creative side as well. So I get the best of both worlds. Yeah. And to help people grow, you know, in their business, you know, using your website yeah. and understanding the stats. So there's that side of it, but then there's the design side of it and all that. So yeah. I get that creative yeah. buzz out of me as well. And so your kids are older now. They are. They? So nearly 20 and twins are nearly 17. 17 that's right. Yeah. What do they, because, like, mum's always run a business. Yeah. Yeah. And I, your husband runs his own business. He does too, yeah. So for them, like, yeah, do they, they talk about owning their own businesses? A little bit, yeah. Not, not as much as probably what I like. Yeah. Cause I, but I always say, because they'll say, oh, I don't know what to do. So they're going through that stage of I don't know what I want, who I want, what I want to be. What I, um, They're trying to just figure that all out now. they kind of going well in that, better than what I was at that age. But I'm kind of more like, well, yeah, that's great. Learn that. But you can then get your own business. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You can just have your own business. So it's not like everything out there, any skill you have, just turn into a business. Yeah. So, but I'm always around for them. Like they, I'm always there. I'm always around. So. And you're structured. Think, you're structured. Like you said, yeah. you want the flexibility. Yeah. Even when you were doing the mortgage broking, you made sure that it was at night so that yeah. the kids were sorted and all that. It does your head in though. Yeah. yeah, of course it does. It does. It does. It, looking back now. I probably wouldn't, the older me would have said to the younger me, just take a year or two off, enjoy the process. If you can financially, like if you can't, you can't. You've got to, um, but I come back, I come from just living with my mum and just mum and I. So making sure we had enough money and was a big thing for me. So I think even if I couldn't, didn't have to work, I had this thing that I had to. That that which I think is a bit sad. Like I look back, like yeah. I say to any new mums, like if you can afford it, if you can afford it, try and not think you're going to get lost and you're yeah. Like it's such a special time. Yeah. I feel like I've I want that time back again. Yeah, now that they're grown. Yeah, like yeah, I want would love to have that time again and just not maybe so much when I had the first like one, but when you've got three. So I had three under three, or then you know. Four-year-old and two one-year-olds, and I'm trying to still work. And yeah, it can get really frustrating. And you know, you think they're the problem, yeah, because you're wanting to do something, but actually, all you want is to be with them. Yeah. So it's a hard time, though. Like mm. thinking back, sort of my own kind of progression and evolution and all this kind of stuff. Um, because you kind of you lose yourself, right? You know, mm. you suddenly. You've you quit your like job, you like yeah, you've got, you know, 100%. you've gone on maternity leave. You don't have that identity anymore, and that was a big part of who you are. Huge. And then overnight, you turn into a mum. Yeah. Literally. Literally overnight. overnight, you're. Yeah, it's like I still don't even feel like I'm. A, like I say, I'm a mum now. Yeah, I'm a mum. You've had how many years? Yeah, like what a mum. But it's, it, you know, I mean, like our perception of mums when we were young is different to how we perceive ourselves now. Yes. And I think that kind of plays on your mind when you kind of have the time mm. to think about 
Mm. And it changes again, like when your kids start primary school, it does change. Yeah, everything involves and changes. Something else. It does. It changes and how they, like how who I am today, I'm not that same person when I did leave and went on that maternity leave. I'm, I'm, I am still in a way, like I always believe you're still that, that little five-year-old. You've always got that five-year-old in you. Um, I really believe that. But, but then when you look back in five-year chunks, say, like you thought who you were at 20 was who you were and then you're 25, you look back and go, no. So, yeah, big, big steps, big changes, especially with the family. Yeah. Like you're, you're like looking back. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just it would have been nice to have just chill, just relax, just take a bit of time out and just enjoy the process. Yeah. But you kind of, I know, you, I don't know, I started something and I wanted to just keep, it was I couldn't just say, which is sad, I'm a mum yeah. at home. I, I at the time had to still have something else, which was my business. Yeah. And now I think it would have been, it, it's okay. Yeah. Like it's totally okay. Yeah. Now you can wait for the grandkids and then you can hang out. Grandma. Well, maybe. <laughs> no, I was going to say, just wait a bit longer. Not quite ready. Maybe in a couple of years. But, yeah, it, 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 if they if they did whatever there's yeah. worse things in life yeah that's right 100 percent, 100 so like i'm finding now so my kids are well one's a high school one's nearing the end of primary school so almost high school age and they're getting their independence yeah and i love jules watching you parent because i just think you're such a good example oh. you've got such beautiful relationships with your children yes. Yeah. Um, and it's so important to you. 100%. Yeah. Um, but not in a kind of parent kid, yes. sort of parents up in your kids yeah. down there sort yeah. of scenario. It's it's a beautiful friendship and relationship yeah. that you've developed with them. Do you think because you've been working for yourself that like it's allowed you to do things that you couldn't do oh, if you're working for someone else? 100%. I mean, it, you, you, you do pay a little, I was going to say pay a price. Like there was times where years where I would, you know, pick children up at 3.30, um, you're there with them, you're looking after them, you might go to a park. You know, I was always go to parks, I can't stand parks, and I'd pick a park without a swing because <laughs> I was not going to be doing this. So no park, but I don't think my kids thought parks had swings until they maybe got older and went, oh, parks have swings. Oh, my God, that's new. Um, yeah, so... Go to a park, then make dinner, baths. I was really routine orientated then. I was so much more laid back. You had twins, though. Let's yeah. remember so that. That's a different Total scenario. routine. But then I would work then at 8, 8.30 at night till 10.30, 11 o'clock at night to make up for the yeah. time that I kind of felt like I finished at 3 or 2.30 to kind of stop and then start again. Um, and that was my routine for a long time. But I was never going to change it. I'd taken my, I wanted to take them to school. I always wanted to pick them up. Um, it was just something that I wanted to do. Um, I, you know, I couldn't get picked up. I didn't have, always have mum when I was at home. Um, and that's just how it was. It's fine. But I wanted to be able to do that. And I suppose it's why I've driven and kept going with the business. I, yeah. Yeah. But it, like, I'm always available. Like, I get messages now, you know, if school's finished early, can you come get me? You know. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> You know, just stuff like that. And then you get the I'm always available. Why can't you come and pick me up? Uh, and if I am in a meeting, like if they tried now, I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm busy. No, you're not, Mum. Come on, come and get me. 
So I have, yeah, the flexibility. You wouldn't have, you can make it really work for you. Yeah, like 100%. you've got to be disciplined though, otherwise yeah. you'll be working till midnight. Yeah. And yeah, if you've got a product-based business, you're packing stuff, you're doing stuff, yeah. you're, but again, I'm kind of like have ba- like have your boundaries, have some time because you burn out. And so it has to be sustainable. You'll burn out. You just do, which I have done. Yeah. So like well, how did that when did that kind of happen? How did you the burn out? Burn out? Yeah. Um I've always struggled. So even with little, I've I've always struggled with anxiety, but never knew it was anxiety. Yeah. So what is like looking back, no now, but then at the time, like what is happening? What's going on with me? Um, and I'm kind of like this introverted extrovert. So everyone, you kind of like it, you can't be. You're confident. You're the, you know. So how could you be struggling with anxiety? You don't even know you are. So you wonder what's wrong yeah. with you, but you push through and. Yeah, so I ended up, I think, I can't even remember how old. I think uh, my oldest daughter would have been around about um, grade six, mm-hmm. so 11, around so 11 months. Ago. Yeah, but, yeah, and um, just everything just got too much. So work, family, just felt pushed, not heard, yeah. and you just keep pushing through and you're ignoring how you're feeling, you're ignoring your body, and I just fell in a heap and was really depressed, like really horribly depressed. Um, I had actually gone through depression when I was younger too, about the age of 14, so I kind of went, oh. So there was sort of bowels going, hang on, this is the same thing. This is a similar well. feeling, yeah, and but you don't, it kind of evolves and, and yeah, I, I got really badly depressed and ended up, awesome support but still you you still it's just you at the end of the day trying and it so I would and I was running the business yeah so you're and you're getting you're getting your kids to school yeah but then you come home excuse me and fall in a heap so and you and you're embarrassed yeah I just when I was doing busy yourself actually too so I was doing websites I had commitments I was trying to fulfill getting deadlines meet deadlines um, and those deadlines were creeping out, you know, for a couple of days or a week or something like that. Um, and in the end, yeah, it just all got too much. I ended up in hospital, um, Mitchell Private Hospital, and went on a program and it was one of the best things. I was embarrassed at the time yeah. and it was a time when I never talked about it. Yeah, so I didn't talk about anxiety, didn't talk about depression. There was less in mainstream yeah, it's society of, about it back yeah, then as well. yeah. yeah. So now I'm I'm a real I'm an advocate. I speak up when I you know if someone asks like now or yeah. other times I'm I've moved I'm completely different about it now. Yeah. Um, it's it needs to be talked about more and understood and um, which I think a lot more, more people are now. Um, but that was the start of for five years I had deep clinical depression three times. Yeah. So. And what I've discovered is it's kind of for, I think, a lot of people, but for me, your nervous system gets affected yep. to a point where you are then, after you kind of get your head in a zone of working through your day-to-day, your bot physical body and your nervous system has been shot to pieces and you're actually healing that way again and that takes however long and then 
you've got to be careful if you don't look after yourself again yep. you're going to fall down that rabbit hole again the cycle the cycle yep so there was this cycle that would continue um yeah yeah how was it like it would have been really i can only you know imagine how difficult it was but like you know you're still getting the kids to school yeah all that stuff that still has to be done yeah and then kind of smiling at the yeah you know what I mean? it's like, hard I really it's hard. really hard i take and i'm really like when i see anyone else like my heart just goes out like because i know what it's like it's such a hidden but you've got to do what you got to do yeah. this is the thing yeah. you know you've got to do what you've got to do i think that's and fatigue so fatigued like literally drive the kids to school go on the driveway basically nearly fall asleep yeah like not wanting to fall asleep but you're so fatigued you fall asleep nearly in the car and then you're like hang on a minute i've got i'm running a business here i've yeah. got things to do yeah yeah but it, you get depression can get to a point where you can't do any of those things yeah. you don't actually even feel you haven't got a choice so it's not even that the person just is on lazy yeah and it does yeah yeah, yeah it does yeah. And so how have you, I know, you know, in the past since I've known you, there's been, you know, times when you've kind of needed that extra time for yourself. Mm. And I guess when those sort of warning bells sort of start ringing again, mm -hmm. how do you, as a business owner, as a mum, as a person, as a yeah. woman, how do you kind of centre yourself again and kind of get the help and the support yeah. that you need to keep yeah. going and do all the things? For me, um, so I do yoga, yeah. um, but don't try not to do too much, which for me I've always been someone who has jammed in lots. So that's been a learning curve for a while, since probably then, and not then for, like, not learn, <laughs> like, you know, still do the yeah. same thing. And then now to a point where um, if you, you, you turn your phone off, you you don't go on socials, you whatever is really, you know, Go and um, lie down for a little bit. I mean, I'm always having naps, you yeah. know. Go and shut off. Um, outside, I garden. I love gardening. Uh, so it's like when I'm working on a website and I'm full on into that, I'll have my hour break outside in the garden, have quick bite eat, but I'm gardening. I'm getting fresh air. Yeah. Um, I walk. With your dog. Dog. Yeah. Powerful, really powerful. So you do slip off a bit though, so it's like, oh, maybe you'd be walking the dog every day when you're really feeling, when I'm feeling really low or whatever, and then you kind of might drop off. Yeah. But then you like got to go. Come on, it's part of part of keeping mentally yeah. healthy. It's part of keeping that nervous system balanced in check. Um, and say no, say no to overworking yourself. Yeah. Work, having those boundaries definitely having those boundaries and being really clear on them because at the end of the day you're the only one who's left yeah like even if you've got support which is what i have you might have the most supportive family the kids are pretty good at what say and being honest with them so i've been got to a point where don't hide this they need to understand and know this is something that is affecting them and they're going to grow up and also it may affect them or a friend or right. someone. Yeah, let's yeah. So it's kind of like, and then you it's know, normalizing it. It's isn't it? normalizing it. Yeah. So yeah. So it's just uh, lists, diaries, saying no, having cut off times, 
um, making sure those things. Like we all talk about, lots of people talk about self-care, but what is that? You know, yeah. what is self-care? It's not about having a bath and, yeah. you know. Spending or, thousands of dollars on a retreat. Or yeah. Something. It's not always it's little, every day. For me, it is keeping regular yeah. walking up to date, getting outside in the fresh air, you know, gardening and saying no and not over. Yeah. Also what I do now is I plan um, leading up to school holidays. So not so much that I'm needed for needed anymore to look after them in the school holidays, but it's good to have regular breaks. You can't just be a machine and just bash work out 365 days of the year. Look. Yeah, it's not the worst. This is stupid. Yeah. But why? Why do well, Yeah. And if you're going to have your own business, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to pay a job. That's right. You've got to make it work. So I can make that work. That's for me. what I say all the time. So business is not the easy option running business. No, it's not. So you've got to make sure that it works for yeah. you and what sort of life yeah. you want to leave. Yeah. yeah. You have to take, it's like being the train driver. You've got to be in the train and you've got to, you know, or the car, you've got to guide it because otherwise it'll just run all over you. And peak clients, people, 100%. it's 100% demanding, you know, and you're on all the time. Or you, you can be on all the time. Yeah. That's right. Or you can learn to shut off the business so you've kind of got to be wearing these hats and i think that comes with time too like experience and definitely i think we all go through the oh, working late nights yeah. and then it's like one day you wake up going why am i doing this yeah, because so it's your baby it's like you're excited and you found something for you and if you're someone who's always wanted to work for yourself and you, you love what you do you love what you do you love what you do but then relationships suffer yeah. you suffer yeah, it's down downhill spiral. Yeah, you got to you got to be really clear on what you want to do, and you will. Even if it takes a bit longer, there's no point jamming so much in that you end up. No, that's right. Feeling shit. No, it's hundred <laughs> percent. Do you think, Jules, that while you know, I guess talking about the busy self business, mm. while you've been running that business, the anxiety and depression was the biggest challenge, or do you think there was other challenges? Mm. Um. Yeah, look, that's I mean that's been a big challenge for yeah. me personally. Learning about myself, learning about anxiety, parenting through that, having depression and anxiety completely two different things, and having them at the same time yeah. is like horrid. Um, so yeah, that's been a massive challenge. But there's been probably relationships with clients and how to, um, you know, maybe they're not the right type of person yeah, to no, be working yeah. with and then you don't want to offend anyone, you don't want to, um, but you've you've got to kind of work out who you want to work with and who makes you heart sing when you're working and stuff like that, all the types of people that you want to work with, that's been challenging. Yeah. But event like that's an, you know, evolves as well. Yeah. Um, having a business with children is challenging. It's challenging. Yeah, not any long, yes. Yeah, it's really, but I wouldn't change it. Yeah. That's, it's just trying to, I, 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 it's been 20 years now. I couldn't yeah. work for anyone else. Yeah. They wouldn't want me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have a cup of tea then. I want a cup of tea all day. I leave them when I want to leave. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to pick a kid up. They've fallen. Or oh, I think I want to go to yoga. It's one thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, that I block those things in. Mm, but yeah. um, it's it's once you have the freedom and yeah. the flexibility to make things, it work, yeah. To go back on that is a big thing. Massive. Yeah, you know, I, I struggle. I struggled with it. Yeah, I always did struggle with it. So yeah. it kind of was. Yeah, I don't know if I could have lasted 
I was, you know, that I got called at one of my jobs a clock watcher because when I was at work, I worked my butt off between yes. nine and five. And then you're like, I'm ready to go. And then at five o'clock, I was like, yeah, yeah. we're done out the door. And yeah. so I was called a clock and watcher. And it's not, though. Like when I was in the corporate world, you were told your hours were nine to five, but actually I wanted you from eight to six. Yeah. Well, no, my hours are nine to five, really. Yeah, that's right. So, And just because you want to go have a three-hour pub lunch yeah. doesn't mean that I want yeah, to Yeah, or you want to be seen or maybe you're talking. I don't know. Like yeah. I'm getting what I need done and I want to go home. Yeah. Like it's not my business. <laughs> it's weird how I don't know if that's how it still is. It probably is. It might be different. Well, obviously, we don't know. Do we? I don't but know. But I guess there is a little bit more flexibility since COVID. Mm. But how that actually plays out in a in a corporate mm. business is another thing mm-hmm. too. Um, Jules, so you know we've talked about the challenges and things mm. that we've all that you've particularly faced. But you know what's been the highlight? Highlights. Work anything. Well, I guess you know along the journey, you know maybe business, business yeah. related. Um, highlights for me. Um. Like business is intertwined with personal, mm. but I guess kind of focused on that aspect. Oh, look, it's meeting. I'm, I'm, I'm at the moment. I'm working on something else that's new, um, and it's revolving around supporting you, supporting small business. Yeah, it's web based, but um, through this, I love helping small business. Love it, um, especially women in business, um, because for obvious reasons, like. Um, I'm, I'm a woman who started a business, wanted one since I was five years old, you know, eventually got where I had one and then it's evolved into other things. So seeing and helping people realise their dream or realise getting into something for them but seeing them fresh yeah. and not saying much but just watching them evolve and change is a really special thing too and then you see and you come along, you, you go along with different things, you meet lots of different women. And um, and look, I've met men in business as well. And it's great sharing and listening to their stories. So that's that's probably my highlight is actually help actually helping people and feeling appreciated for my knowledge and what I can give them and help them get what they want, yeah. the end result for them. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like I guess with websites, as with anything. It's a depiction of the business, and as a business owner, it's a depiction of who you are. 100%. And so yeah. seeing it brought together it brought professionally to and brought to yeah. life, it's, like, it's a confidence booster. Oh, it, it does. It makes you feel great. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing is, you know, it's a bit you send the send button, and you, but you're nervous too because oh, they're going to like it. Um, so, yeah, you're working with people and you're bringing, excuse me, their vision to yeah. life and, um and then they're excited about it. So that's a bit, that's a massive highlight. Yeah. But look, just working for myself now and sitting here talking, and it's been it's been 20 years since I've worked from I started working for myself. I don't know, I didn't, I don't didn't know how long I'd yeah. do it for. But yeah, there's no way I'd yeah, I shouldn't say never. No, um, nothing in the foreseeable future. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love working for myself, love helping people. Yeah. So. What a great example yeah. you are for your beautiful yeah. children. Yeah, I hope so. Who knows? <laughs> they probably have other things to say, Dan. Seriously. Come on. Yeah, but now, but as they get old, you know what I mean? I like, hope so. Look, I love, I, you know, when they were like, what, 
you know, toddlers and five and then ten will be like, could they please move out? When are they moving out? Oh, God, it's too much. Uh, like it's chaotic, yeah. you know, and especially those dinner times when they are little school runs, dinner, bath, you're helping them bath, yeah. dry, jammy, bed, yeah. and you're reading. So like when we used to have reading time where they're supposed to go through their readers at yeah. night time, you know, you've got twins in separate rooms. They don't want their dad. They just want mum. Um, I can't be in both places. Yeah. I don't want to read that book. <laughs> um, to now, I'm like, please don't move out. Yeah. It changes. I never thought I'd be like, please don't move out. Yeah. yeah. They drive me nuts, but I love love them being around. And being there for and them. And being there for them. Yeah. It's been a joy, Julie, <laughs> to finally get you in the seat, the hot seats. And I was good. <laughs> you might not be good once we stop hitting hitting record. Well, Lordy. No, but seriously, it's a no. joy. Like, thank you so much. We have such a beautiful friendship. We do have a lovely friendship. And thank you so much for having me on here. Thank you, Jules. And thank you to everyone for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed Julie's story as much as I have. And um, we'll see you next time on the She Will Shine podcast. See ya. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode of the She Will Shine podcast, we invite you to check out shewillshine.com.au. She Will Shine is the essential support network you need to grow a thriving, meaningful business. We can help you grow your network, connect and develop genuine relationships, be supported and support others in building and growing a successful business on your terms. Say goodbye to working alone and become a member at shewillshine.com.au.